Hello and welcome to Grazia Life Advice. I'm Rhiannon Evans with you as usual and this time we have an award-winning career coach known for empowering women in the workplace. I'm Jenny Garrett, I'm co-founder of Rocking Your Teens and I'm this week's guest on the Grazia Life Advice podcast. Rocking Your Teens is aimed at young people aged 13 to 15. It runs events across the UK to help young people build confidence, self-esteem and mental well-being. A lot of Jenny's advice is centred around living or feeling better. You can do something you've never done before. You can take up skiing, whatever it is, you can do it. So I love the idea of being a continuous learner. As a leadership and career coach, she hears a lot of people's insecurities and hang-ups in the workplace. Oh, or they're doing better than me. I'm comparing myself. We started our business at the same time and look how well they're doing. I feel bad about myself. It's, it's really un, unhelpful for us all. The thing is, we are all running our own race. And we talk about the power of properly listening to someone when they speak. When I truly listen to someone, you see them light up. Uh, sometimes people don't even know what to do with themselves because they haven't been listened to for such a long time. There is so much to take away from this chat. It felt to me like a real proper coaching session, so well worth your time. I hope you enjoy Jenny's wise words. Hi Jenny, how are you today? Oh, I'm great, thank you. Yeah, feeling good. Oh, lovely to see you. You look like you in your office. Is that home office or work office? Home office, yes. Very nice. Yeah, we all have one now, don't we? Even if it's our kitchen table. (laughs) Yes, I've been working from home for quite a long time. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I am so excited to have you here today. As you said, you're co-founder of Rocking Your Teens. Can you explain a bit about what that is and and what you do. Yes, so Rocking Your Teens is a social enterprise and our aim is to increase aspirations within teenagers, Mm -hmm. help them make good choices and have great self-esteem. That's what we're all about. Brilliant. So you're working with the Kurt Geiger Kindness Foundation, I know, as well. And how have you come to work with them? Because they're all about getting people who wouldn't normally find themselves or feel like they could find themselves in the creative industries to get there, aren't they? Yes, it's been fantastic. Um, One of my co-founders, Jeffrey Williams, Mm -hmm. um, was on a panel um, with a colleague from Kurt Geiger and they got talking and they were inspired by what we did. They came along to one of our events um, and then we applied for some funding from the foundation. Um, The fact that we work with young, disaffected Mm -hmm. young people, uh, they were really keen to support them. Uh, So it's great to be working in partnership with the foundation. Can I ask on a practical level what do you what do you do specifically how do you access those teens and and try and motivate them yes so we have a variety of interventions our largest interventions are conferences Mm -hmm. on international women's day and international men's day for around 300 young people from all over the country um at the moment the the conferences are uh, gender divided um and we we do that because the teachers have said that actually they get very distracted by each other at the age they are so 13 to 15 years Olds. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Day out, a day out at a conference with loads of other kids from another school. I can imagine that would be the case. Yes. Yeah. And and why, you know, because, you know, you're a businesswoman yourself. You do lots of different things. You're a career coach, too. I mean, why rocking your teens? Why was that something you specifically thought was what you wanted to deal with? 
Yeah, so when my daughter uh, started secondary school, um, I found that she lost lots of her confidence. Uh, she was sort of um, d- dumbing herself down to fit in. Uh, she became very self-conscious about how she looked. And I was very concerned about her. Um, the work I do outside of Rocking Your Teens is all about empowering women and empowering people to unleash their potential. So it made me think with someone with a, a mum like me, uh, really yeah. pushing her and yet still she was impacted how perhaps are other girls experiencing life and when I did some research I realized that so many young women were having challenges um, the thing about 13 year olds uh, is that they don't listen to their parents we're mm. old we know nothing so I knew I'd have to get them in front of young women who could inspire them Thousands of young people have been through our doors from Cornwall to Carlisle, all over the country. Um, Alongside those conferences, Mm -hmm. we also run workshops. We um, receive some funding to run a program called Empower You. We're an eight-week program that's all about helping young people articulate themselves, understand what they want out of their lives, and really work on their mindset as well. So those are the two biggest interventions we do, but we're growing and developing all of the time. Yeah, I do think it's such a difficult time to be a teenager. I feel like every generation says that looking back, but me and my friends always say, thank God, even at university, showing my age, we didn't have Facebook. You know, we kind of didn't really have, if you wanted a camera, you took it separately, you'd probably forget about it. You know, it's a different, it is a different world. And do you think things like social media, especially TikTok now, and those kind of brands can feed into, you know, a different type of feeling that it's it's harder for older adults to understand? Absolutely. I think if you come across something on a particular topic, uh, it can take you down a wormhole of finding out more and more about it. Um, So, for example, things uh, trigger warning, things like uh, eating disorders, for example, you might you might come across something about that and then be bombarded with lots and lots of videos about it or lots of um, videos of people who are really, really slim, but perhaps airbrushed, for example. So I think they they're fed a lot of information um, and, and that's difficult because uh, no one else can see it you don't know what they're consuming and it makes it really hard but on the other side of that I really think social media can be a powerful force for good and I see so many inspirational people on social media um, challenging stereotypes challenging the status quo and inspiring as well yeah as you say it's just about those algorithms sometimes isn't it and it's about mm. getting the right things in front of people or you hope to get the right things in front of them. Yes, and and it's brand new. Social media hasn't been around that long, so we don't quite understand its impact on people. And the more we learn, the more we'll put safeguards in place. But um, I think we sort of unleash something without knowing what its impact would be. Yeah, yeah, God. Um, I want to move into your first piece of advice, which, you know, it fits into what you were saying, the mottos of rocking your teens are, which is don't try and fit in, embrace what makes you stand out. Um, Has that been something you've had to do in your life? 
Oh, absolutely. As a black woman uh, growing up in the UK, so being a, a minority and, and being in a minority in the organisations that I've worked in, I think when I was younger, it was all about fitting in, speaking the way others spoke. I have a working class background. I've started from very humble beginnings. It was it was all about trying to fit in, speaking a certain way, dressing a certain way uh, as a black woman, straightening my hair so that it would be professionally acceptable. Uh, yeah, I really did try to fit in. But I think uh, as I went through my career, uh, I realised that that only gets you so far. And I don't think you connect with people if you're not being uh, as much yourself as you can be. So the more I embraced me, the way I wanted to dress, the way I wanted to come across, the way, the more I didn't censor the way I spoke, for example, within reason, of course, I, we always need to be respectful, um, that the more I felt like me and the more I attracted my tribe I think um, we don't we don't have to please everyone we don't have to be everyone's cup of tea but the more you're yourself people reject you or accept you on who you really are rather than who they think you are and I think that's that's much better yeah and obviously that must have been great when you started to see actually doing that wasn't just beneficial to yourself it was beneficial to the things you could do and you know as you say brought brought your tribe towards you but it must have been a bit scary you know when you when you make that change you know it's a complete different thing isn't it to say actually I'm going to try and be more more like like myself I, I agree with you. I think it is challenging. I think that um, changes often come together. And I definitely did that when I decided to take the leap to start my own business and, and start a coaching business, um, even though it's grown and developed to be leadership consultancy now, that it was the first steps of thinking, okay, I'm going to do this. I can craft the life I want, I can be who I want to be. So I think they coincided with each other. And and also for me, there's a piece around role modeling, being a mother, sort of showing my daughter that she could be whoever she wanted to be because I was doing that. And just generally role modeling to clients as well. I was coaching that you can embrace yourself and that can be a great thing. So I think it was partly for me, but partly for other people as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm you know it is something often and it's interesting you know you work with teenagers but sometimes you have to just come to that yourself and sometimes it is an age thing too right it can be hard mm. when you're younger to have that within yourself I uh, yeah I can I completely agree with you there's so much peer pressure you want to fit in um there's all these uh US uh, shows on TV telling you that everyone's got a bestie and <laughs> you know all of these great things happen um and then you look at your own life and you can compare and think oh it's not quite living up to um what I expected it to be like I I think that finding things that you really love doing yeah is is a really good start for young girls so if you love art if you love music if you love video games you know whatever it is you you really love um, and finding other people who like that too okay because I think once you start doing that you do find like-minded people uh, instead of trying to break into a group of people who have maybe very different interests to you because you think that's the cool group actually why not embrace uh, whatever it is you love if you love maths find the others who love maths and and be your own cool group and that's absolutely fine so that would be my recommendation find what you love doing and find other people who love what you love doing and you'll be enjoying yourself you'll stop caring 
about other people. Yeah, that would be great advice, I think, for parents who are listening and find themselves sometimes mm. in that situation, their kid looking at them and saying they're upset because they're not mm. where they want to be in the social circle. And, you know, it's about it's about helping them, I guess, find that tribe too. Yes, absolutely. And and I also think that that actually if they're, if they're unhappy, if they're really unhappy, finding ways to keep them away from their social media right. because everyone looks like they're having an amazing time. And we, <laughs> we all know that these are tiny clips of moments uh, where where people are smiling and doesn't mean as soon as they put down the, the, the camera phone that they're not crying their eyes out. So keeping them away from all of those images that perhaps make them think they're missing out as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you tell me what your second piece of good advice is? Uh, so my second piece of good advice is to take the focus away from yourself and consider who needs to hear your message. I love that, actually. Ah, I'm, I'm really pleased you love that. And that's something that I really had to learn, particularly mm. when I first started public speaking. I'd be very self-conscious um, and I'd be- become so nervous. What does that facial expression mean? If those people looking at me, you know, what are they thinking? Are they hearing what I, I, I think I'm saying? Um, and all of that used to undermine what I was actually trying to say. And instead, uh, I had some coaching, actually, and the coach said, you know, focus on who needs to hear your message. Um, Think about them. Stop thinking about yourself. If one person in the audience benefits from that message that you're about to share, will it have been worth it? Um, And that really helped me because I sort of started speaking to the audience and thinking someone here needs to hear it and this is going to really help you and this isn't about me so it doesn't matter whether you like my voice or my pace or what I'm wearing or what I look like it's 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 about this message landing Um, and I, I think generally what this is about is knowing why why does this matter to me um, why is this important? And I, th- I think when you have your why, it helps you overcome any nervousness or concern because it's this is so much more important than me. Um, and this will help me keep going and persevere because my why is so important. Mm. So looking outside of yourself isn't necessarily a completely unselfish act is it sometimes it's what helps you yeah that's that's an interesting way of thinking about it I think there's so many reasons Mm. to look outside ourselves often we can get so wrapped up in our own world and think that life is difficult and and then we do a bit of voluntary work or we look beyond our own life and understand other people are struggling and having different experiences and that can be such a comfort but also helping other people can give you so much joy actually um and help with you help you be much more fulfilled look everyone would love to sit here and think they're the kind of person who goes out to help people and goes out to volunteer and oh I would do it if I could fit it in you know you're one of those people who's gone out and done it I mean what what is that about in you do you think ah that's that's such a great question I think it's about me recognizing a problem and in a way a little bit selfishly recognizing my own problem (laughs) but then understanding that lots of people have that problem so if I'm going to solve it for myself why not help some other people at the same time Um, but it is in a way it's about yeah these are my challenges that I've experienced in my life Um, and when I research I, I find that that I'm not alone mm. so why not help more people than just me um share the knowledge yeah. yeah share it rather than holding it for myself yeah absolutely and then that can only help everybody can't it yes um 
your third piece of advice is some I think I should take this on board all the time I'm very short-tempered <laughs> so your third <laughs> piece of advice is that in a year will you care about it and if not don't waste time on it now I feel like I need that on a poster <laughs> tell me about that for you Yes, it just helps to calm you down to mm. think about every situation in that way. We can blow things out up out of proportion, can't we? Um, you know, if I just think about my husband, <laughs> um, you know, he can do many things to irritate <laughs> me. You know, leave leave things out that could be put away. Um, actually, how important are they really? In a year's time, am I going to care that your socks were on the floor yesterday? No, I'm not. So why should I you know, let it use up some of my now some of my current time because it's really not that important so I think it helps you just put things in perspective um, in our busy lives everyone's so busy mm. that I think little things can really irritate us because we're a bit stressed a bit exhausted um, and just asking yourself that question uh, you know why should I waste time on it now will I worry about it in a year's time the time we have is precious right now. We could spend time being kinder to each other, appreciating each other and not focusing on those little irritations that we have. Yeah, and I guess it gives you time to think bigger and about what you will care about in a year. I mean, are you yeah. a forward planner? Are you a, do you have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan? further yeah I wouldn't say I have a I I maybe I set goals mm -hmm. and then I try and live intentionally so for me there's a there's a big goal that I will put put up and put it put out there mm -hmm. a big goal that I'll put out there but then I think if I want to achieve that thing how do I need to be on a daily basis okay so that that's what I break it down into and I stop thinking about that big goal and think about what is it I need to do every day uh, you know, what are the behaviours, the habits that I need to develop that will get me there? And then I just focus on that. Mm. Should I give you an example? Yeah, That'd be helpful. I'd really love that. Yeah, I mean, ha yeah. tell me ha tell me an example of when you do that. Yeah, so um, just, if I think about just eating healthily, for example, I will be thinking every day, how do I want to nourish myself? Mm. How do I how do I want to really nourish myself today? And what do I really want to enjoy eating? So it's sort of this idea of nourishing and, and looking after. And that's my, it's not about then, you know, have I eaten healthily um, for the last year? It's much more each day, how am I nourishing myself well? So it's giving yourself this idea of what, what it looks like and how it will it will get you there, but it's about what does it look like today? Do you tend to write things down? Do you do you kind of map things out? How do you work? Yeah, I, I love to journal. I really I really enjoy journaling. Um, so I have many practices. In fact, I, I always have a word for the year. And my word for this year is flourish, which is to grow in healthy ways. I really like that. So I have that as the screensaver on my phone. And I'm constantly thinking about how I can flourish. Um, and one of the things that I decided this year was I wanted to listen to uplifting music and and enjoy dancing more so I play some uplifting music in the morning and dance around my bedroom <laughs> um, and I also do quite a lot of mindfulness techniques so just keep myself really centered and journaling is a big part I've, I've written a couple of books I like writing and I like capturing my thoughts mm. yeah I love the idea of just every day pushing towards that goal and not just kind of letting it go because if you think oh that's what I want to do in a year you think well I can do it in like October right <laughs> so, mm, yes <laughs> that's not how it works sadly oh. <laughs> mm. 
Thank you, Jenny. Let's come back with some more advice from you after this. I'm still here with Jenny Garrett and I'd love if you could tell me your fourth piece of advice, please. Yes. So my fourth piece of advice came from one of my coaching clients and he said, some people live and learn and some people just live. (laughs) And uh, I I, I love that. It's always stayed with me because I absolutely want to be a person who lives and learns, Mm. doesn't just live. Every day is an opportunity to learn something. Um, It always scares me when people say, yeah, I just know what I know. Um, You know, this is how it is. I, I couldn't possibly do these things and I think no you could if you wanted to you could learn to play an instrument you can do something you've never done before you can take up skiing whatever it is you can do it so I love the idea of being a continuous learner and being curious to learn more in this world if we're curious and we're willing to learn we can learn so much from other people and their lives and their experiences um, rather than thinking we know it all so I love learning. I'm, I've got too many books, <laughs> walls of books. I'm always reading, watching YouTube videos and talking to people because there's so much knowledge out there. And I really hope that I'll be someone who learns every single day of my life because it just, it's, it's brilliant. You're growing. Once you know more, you're growing and growing and growing. And maybe that's why I love coaching actually, because what happens is you, uh, someone tells you all about their life and you end up learning so much about their life and their work and you become so much more full of knowledge. Jenny, your fifth piece of advice is that there is enough for everybody. Flowers don't compete, they just bloom. Mm. I love that and I especially love that for women uh, and as I imagine women in business, it's really important. Tell me, tell me why you think that's important. Yes, it's so key. I, I hear so much fear from women in business. Oh my goodness, they're, they're competing with me. They've got the same product. Mm. I want to hide what I have. I don't want someone to steal it. Um, oh, or they're doing better than me. I'm comparing myself. We started our business at the same time and look how well they're doing. I feel bad about myself. It's, it's really un, unhelpful for us all. The, the thing is, we are all running our own race. Mm. Also, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Um, actually, someone told me recently there was someone they really looked up to, um, someone who'd started a business at the same time, was doing so well. And then they were on Facebook crying, saying they'd had a terrible experience. It was all kind of a lie. Mm. <laughs> um, that, you know, what, what, they, what everyone thought was true, yeah. what they'd been conveying. And the person said, I, was, I felt a bit betrayed. But... but I, I don't think we need to feel betrayed. I think we just need to stop comparing yeah. because we never know what's going on. And for me, the question I always ask is, am I better than I was last week, last month, last year, five years ago? If I can say I've made progress, that's that's the only person I'm competing with. Mm-hmm. Can I be better than I used to be? And I think when we compete with ourselves, we really know what we're comparing ourselves with. When we compete with others, Actually, it's a false impression. It's maybe we're competing apples with pears. I'm sorry, comparing apples with pears, which is not a great comparison. Mm. And I like the idea that they just all bloom, right? And that there's room for everybody. Mm. There's not, yes. not yeah. necessarily, you don't have to take away, don't have to, take away to gain. No. 
Absolutely. And thank you for picking up on that because there is space for everyone. If I, if you have an abundance, you can give some away and there's still more than enough for you. Um, and I'm a real fan of women supporting women. Uh, I think that we should really support each other. The more we lift each other up, the higher we all go. Um, so this idea of giving each other a hand up, if mm. you can, it is key. And it doesn't mean that there will be less space for you by doing so. No, absolutely not. And it does feed into your sixth piece of advice, which is the more you give, the more you gain. Mm. And mm. I guess in your career and in your life, that's that's what you found. Yes, definitely. I Just giving someone half an hour of your time, an hour of your time who is on a journey and just needs a bit of a sounding board or connecting someone with someone else who you believe can be helpful just giving, just finding ways, giving uh, a helpful comment, even on a social media post, um, just finding ways to give. Actually, what you do is you gain. Um, I think you gain from helping people, just that warm glow, I helped someone today. But I've also found, um, and that's def- it's not my intention to gain business or anything like that when I give, but I've often found people come back to me, it might even be 10 years later and say, oh, I'm in, in a position now to uh, ask you if you can help me with this thing, because I really appreciated what you did for me all those years ago, and it stayed in my mind. And that's really lovely when people do that, but it's not what I expect um, when I give. I just give openly, um, and yeah, I I, oft, I gain so much from it in in multiple ways. And and I think that if we all did that, it's I'm guessing now looking at my good advice, there's there's a lot about being open, isn't there? And um and sharing and giving and um being kind to each other. And I just think we raise each other up when we do that. Yeah. And I love that you say that because I feel like, especially at the moment in the world, it feels like what is needed to fix a lot of things is money. And you can feel quite helpless sometimes and feel like, well, I can't help. I don't know what to do. But you're right. There's always something you can give, even if it's just your time, your ear, you know, your thoughts. Yeah. And often more precious, actually. Some. Mm people sharing their ideas or their strategies, um, their experience. I think the gift of listening, so few people actually listen to each other. When I truly listen to someone, you see them light up. Uh, Sometimes people don't even know what to do with themselves because they haven't been listened to for such a long time. So actually having a real listening ear uh, to someone else, um, it can be so rare in their experience that that can be a wonderful gift mm. in itself. Yeah, well, that's lovely. That's a really nice thing for people to take away today, I think. It's really simple. Uh, we do like to finish, though, <laughs> on mm-hmm. some advice that you might have been given or you you hear kind of thrown around and you're like, no, this is not good advice. Tell me what that is for you. Yeah, so winners don't sleep, you know, that that <laughs> that sort of mantra. Yeah. Uh, every you know, just keep working, keep slogging, you'll you'll you know, you sleep when you're dead. That that kind of mantra. It's, it feels very macho, mm. but also it's just totally unhealthy and unsustainable. Um sleep is important. Maybe this is just because sleep is so important in my life. <laughs> but if I but I don't get my my 8 hours, you're not really going to get any sense out of me. Um but there's lots of 
research about it as well, about how if you don't get enough sleep, it's like having a few alcoholic drinks. It shortens your life. Um, uh, the quality of your work and your interactions goes down. All of these things, you know, we are not machines. Uh, we are humans. And I think sleeping, nourishing ourselves, looking after our mind, our spirit, our body. These are really important for us to be the best we can be. So yeah, poor advice. Winners don't sleep. If this is yeah. <laughs> if this is you, sleep. Please yeah. sleep. <laughs> please sleep. It feels really 90s, doesn't it? It makes me think of yeah. kind of like American basketball players doing adverts mm. saying, we don't sleep. We just drink yes. more Gatorade or whatever. But yeah, hopefully yeah. things have moved on a little bit. But you know, there's, there's so much pressure on everybody now. I, I don't know if they have really, but Yes, I definitely meet people who are just like, what's your routine? I know that um, they'll say things to me, like, I know lots of people only have three hours sleep and they oh, just, God. you know, they just keep going. And it's like, no, that's not my routine. It really isn't. And they don't <laughs> and keep I don't going. Recommend it. Yeah, they don't no. keep going, right? Like, mm, you know, eventually mm. it stops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Jenny, I have loved talking to you today. I feel like we've all just got like a, a great coaching session and I really, really appreciate your time and your thoughts. <laughs> Oh, thank you so very much. It's been great to, to be here and speak with you. And uh, yeah, thanks for the support for rocking your teens. Uh, we're really about inspiring young girls and really want to make a difference. Huge thanks to Jenny Garrett, OBE, of Social Enterprise Rocking Your Teens. Now, if you think someone in your life could do some career advice, maybe let them know about this episode. Please share, as always, like and subscribe. It really helps. We'll be back with another episode very soon.